Hey, this is Lena Matice, and I'm the Midlife Mommy. I'm a mother of three boys and one girl. I'm here to discuss weight loss and raising kids. I write the blog, Food is My Addiction. My baby is a senior, so what do I do now? Please join me on my trek to reach my ultimate weight loss goals while finding my way as a midlife mommy. Hello, everyone. This week, as I have tried to decide what I wanted to talk about, I signed up for this group called Faith Over Fear. And I've thought a lot about that this week, especially since I came down with COVID. And, you know, there's been a lot of fear associated with COVID. And I don't want to get into any um, political propaganda, but I do want to talk a little bit about COVID and fear and having faith over fear. You know, we as people, fear is a normal reaction to things. And a lot of times we fear things that we don't even know for sure is going to happen. And that is what has happened with COVID. It has put people into this panic. And and I'm not saying there isn't a reason to fear COVID. I'm not saying that at all. Because this week has been, you know, not... It's not awful. Like, I have had flus that have been worse than this. But I will say that it has been not fun, you know, but it wasn't what I originally was fearing COVID would be. And I'm not saying there isn't a reason to be fearful of COVID because it really is, it's not a fun thing. And I have seen a lot of people hurt in a lot of ways because of COVID. But I wanted to talk about having faith over fear and not fearing over something that you can't do anything about. This past two years with COVID, people have gotten a little crazy and they have not let their faith guide them. They're letting their fear guide them. Their fear for the unknown. You know, everybody, COVID has been so different for everybody. It has been, you know, one person in the household can get so sick they end up in the hospital. Another person in the household, it doesn't even touch them. And another person, it could put them, you know, sick for a little bit and then they're fine. And so we're showing fear for something that is unknown of how we can do that. And I... I was very adamant to not be fearful. I did not want to make decisions out of fear. I don't believe we should make decisions out of fear. And unfortunately, a lot of people in this world higher up have made decisions over fear. And then that's turned a lot of people against them because they are like, this isn't anything that you said it was going to be. And so we're, the media has really put fear into people over this thing of COVID. And then a lot of people have found out that there shouldn't have been that kind of fear. 
And I really believe that we shouldn't make decisions just out of fear. There should have been some more research done. And I know there is a reason to fear because there was, there's been a lot of people that have died from COVID. And I've known a few of those people that have died from COVID. But getting past COVID, when you make a decision out of fear, so there was right before COVID hit, there were a lot of people who died in between um, it's globe, Arizona and Pima, Arizona. And that's about a hour and 10 minute drive. And there were a lot of people who died in about a six month time because of car accidents. And I, to be honest, there were times I was like, I'm not driving over that road. It's scary. Like we didn't want to drive that way because of how many accidents there were. And there was people that said, Nope, I will drive an extra two hours to go through Tucson before I drive that road. Because it just seemed like every week there was three, four accidents and people were just dying in these car accidents. And to me, I mean, there were times I didn't want to drive that road. There are times I still don't drive that road. I try not to drive that road at night. My husband, he doesn't care. He's just going, doing whatever. But I'm like, I'm not going to drive that road at night. I want to be through that road before it's nighttime. And all those accidents did not happen at night. Some of them happened early in the morning. Some happened late at night. Some happened in the middle of the day. I was making a decision out of fear Plus, I'm just not a good night driver. That's the main reason. I don't like driving at night, period. But is that not a silly reason to not drive a road is because I'm fearful of a car accident. It would be the same as if I never drove in a car because I was afraid of getting in an accident. You know, my husband drives um from Pima to Safford every day. He probably puts in a hundred miles a day because he's a farmer and he's all over the road, all over the place in this Valley that we live in. And he, you know, I could be fearful. He would never be going anywhere. None of us would, if we were so afraid of getting in an accident. And so you can't make that decision out of fear. That's the point I'm trying to get to is we can't make a decision out of fear. We have to have some faith that we're going to be protected or we have to have that faith to take that leap to go to that next thing. When a couple gets married, they have faith in each other that they're going to be, there's going to be fidelity, that there's going to be, that they're going to try to do the best thing for that other person. And is there, I was so afraid to get married when I first, I had seen some of my 
siblings go through some very hard marriage things. And it scared me before I met, even met my husband. It scared me to think that you fall in love with this person and you marry them and you're so excited to be with them. And then something, whatever changes. And I was scared. I was scared to end up like some of my siblings ended up with their spouses cheating on them or their spouses just doing, just not being nice. And I, I was just afraid of getting into that. And when I was trying to decide if I wanted to marry my husband or not, I got on my knees and I pled with Heavenly Father about my fear. And I was fearing something that I didn't know was going to happen. And, you know, marriage has not been easy. My husband, we've had our ups and downs, but you know, at the end of the day, we both knew that we loved each other and he really is my best friend. I am so glad I took my faith over my fear because I wouldn't be where I am today without doing that. And sometimes you just got to take that leap of faith and the class that I've been taking this last week on faith over fear is having faith in your business over fear of the unknown. And I've actually been thinking about that in weight loss. Like what am I afraid of in losing weight? What am I afraid of to be 140 pounds? And I don't have the answers to that right now. I haven't figured that out other than, you know, I've always had this thing in the back of my mind that skinny people have affairs and which is so crazy and not true. Cause I know a lot of skinny people that have happy marriages and that have not had affairs. So that rationale in my mind makes no sense whatsoever because not all skinny people have affairs. I have seen where some people have joined CrossFit and then they have ended up having an affair. And I've seen, you know, some people that have joined gyms and they end up having an affair, but being skinny is not what caused them to have that affair getting the weight that they want is not what caused them to have that affair. And I think it just boils down to what do you really want in life? What do you see and what do you want in life? You know, faith starts as a little mustard seed. And all I have to do is plant that, plant that for my mind to get that desire, that dream that I want. What is your dream? And can do you have the faith that it takes to get that dream? What is that dream that you want? And can you outcast fear 
my fear for, you know, losing someone or my fear for becoming what I feel like I should become. Part of my fear is being able to let go of some of the desires of food that I've had. How do you get past that? Like, what do you do to get past that? And this week, one of the classes that I was taking, they talked about weeding the garden. And so you're building this garden, this garden of whatever it is you want. And you're building this dream that you want. And then these weeds start popping up. Weeds of doubt, weeds of fear, weeds of whatever. Your doubt in your ability. That's part of what I've had a problem with is why would anybody want to listen to me? (laughs) Really, why would I want to do this podcast when there's nobody that wants to listen to this? And that's probably been my biggest weed in my garden to help me progress for doing what I wanted to do is doubting my own ability and the desire to have people listen to me and want to listen to me, you know, the only way to get rid of those weeds is to get out there and do it. And that's why I started this podcast is to get out there and do it. I had the faith over fear and I still, I look at my numbers and I'm like, well, there's a few people that are following me and I love that. And I think that is so great. And really I thought if there's one person that I can help, That means a lot. And I hope that what I say can help. But weeding that garden, sit down and decide what are the weeds popping up in your garden? What are the weeds that are stopping you from becoming what you want to be? I'm learning that. Um... I'm learning that there are a lot of weeds in my garden and some of them are deep rooted and some of them are not like they're just barely there. COVID was a weed in my garden and I was like, you're not staying here. I don't want you to stay here. I want you to go away. And I think that was part of half my battle in beating the COVID is the mental game. Because really all of this is a mental game. Like what are you thinking about yourself? What are your desires? And can you put your trust in Heavenly Father and reach those desires? Can you... 
reach past what you feel like you should do. Find your dream. Find out what your weeds are and move past them. And if you can't pull the weeds out yourself, then get on your knees and have Heavenly Father help you. He wants to help you. One thing I learned about weeding the garden is it is like the atonement. Our whole lives we've been told, use the atonement. Use the atonement to help you. And I was like, I get that. I understand that. Use the atonement. But how do I use the atonement? And when I heard about weeding the garden by Ann Ferguson, I was like, oh, that's how, that's how you use the atonement. When you're out there in your garden and you're working, you're working and you're pulling those weeds. Sometimes they're hard. They're hard, hard weeds. Sometimes they're devastating weeds. And sometimes you need help. In fact, last week when I was in quarantine at first, my son and I, we went in our backyard. We haven't been able to do much in our backyard because we've had a dog and but now our dog is living with um now our dog is living with Rachel in another town and so we've decided we're going to get our yard ready for grandkids and be able to have the grandkids play in our backyard and there are some pretty big weeds and I was trying to chop some of those weeds and we wanted to dig some of them out by the root and there was a couple of them that I just could not do. So I called Jacob, my six foot four, 300 pound kid. I had him come over and I'm like, I need you to do this. So he was able to dig the, dig it out by its root. But sometimes we need help. We need help. And sometimes those roots are so deep. The plant was not very big, the weed that I was trying to pull. It wasn't very big, but it had a huge root on it. And sometimes that's our struggles in life. We have those weeds that have been there for a long time, and they are stuck, and they're deep. And we need that help to be able to help us weed our garden And that's all Jesus Christ wants to do. He wants to help us weed our garden, to clean it out. And he wants us to have joy. He wants us to be happy. He doesn't want us to fear everything. I really believe that. I really believe that he wants us to have that pure joy. And we can't have that pure joy if we don't experience the hard. We have to experience the hard to realize the pure joy. And he is there to help us do that. I can't even express how much he loves us. If you have not found his love in your life, 
please, for your own sake, find his love. Because guess what? It's there. It's right there. It is right there. And he loves you so much. Right now, I can feel his love for you. He wants everything for you. He doesn't want you to be fearful of the next thing coming. And I am so glad I'm taking this Joyful Heart Mastery class because I am finding out that I've always been so joyful. I've always been a pretty happy person. I feel like I've been a pretty happy person. But there are times that I have not been so happy. But what I'm learning in this class is that I can have joy no matter what situation I'm in. No matter what is happening to me. I can weed my garden and work hard on getting those hard things out. And that's what I'm hoping to talk about the next few weeks is using that faith over fear to weed my garden and to heal my soul for the things that I need to heal. And I hope you guys have a great week.